Better health begins at Tidelands Health, dedicated to keeping the communities we serve healthy and active. That's why we're proud to present our podcast series, Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tidelands Health. Here's Bill Klaproth. According to the NIH, each year more than 2 million older Americans go to the emergency room because of fall-related injuries. Balance exercises can help prevent falls and avoid the disability that may result from falling. And here to talk with us about balance and falls prevention is Sandra Fox, a therapist at Tideland's Next Step Neurological Rehab Center. Sandra, thank you so much for your time. You know, this is a real problem. Around what age does this really start to happen? be more common as age advances. So the cutoff that they normally start to talk about it is at age 65, but the risk can continue to increase with aging beyond that point. So are there certain symptoms or things that people might feel when they should think about ways to improve their balance? Um, Yes. So when people start to notice that um, they become more hesitant to maybe walk in the dark, you know, getting up at, at night in their home or in a in a dim parking lot in the evenings, or if they start to notice that they're not picking up their feet, someone might point out that they're shuffling a little bit. If they start reaching for countertops and and chairs as they're walking by for that little extra bit of stability, um, it's really time to start to consider um, investigating ways to improve their balance. And the good news is balance exercises can help prevent falls and avoid the disability that may result from falling, right? I mean, people can actively work on this and get better at balance. Yes, yes. So balance, you know, does decline with aging, but that does not mean that falls are inevitable. Balance um, training and exercises can definitely Im- improve their outcome. And there's more to it than just balance, right? I mean, strength, endurance, flexibility, all of those things play a role in balance? Absolutely. Um, strength and, and flexibility in the lower extremities and strength in the, the core muscles, the stomach and back muscles is key to to being able to correct our our position as we move and keep us stable. And then endurance, you know, if if we become fatigued as we're moving, then our body can't respond as well. So then a a small little waiver can turn into a fall with with poor endurance. Uh, Our vision and and inner ear systems are, are also important in sensation. So there's a lot more to it than just balance exercises. So how do you diagnose this then and put a plan together for someone to improve their balance? Um, So when someone comes into physical therapy with um, either just concerns about balance or or having had a fall, um, we go through an evaluation where we we get a lot of information and medical history from the patient. We, We find out what situations they're experiencing the most difficulty with. And then we do an examination that includes range of motion, flexibility, strength, um, and a gait assessment, and then some standardized balance testing as well. So after you assess all of that, do you put a plan together then for each individual patient? Yes. So then uh, the therapist um, develops a, an individualized plan of care for what exercises and activities are going to be best for that patient, and we work with the patient to set some very specific goals for what we want to accomplish with therapy. And then most importantly, we make sure that, that they are going to learn a home exercise program so that they can continue, um, after they're finished with therapy, continue to maintain the improvements that they've made. So tell us about typical exercises that you'll use to help someone improve their balance. Um, Yes. So we we do a lot of exercises um, where we might stand on what we call a compliant surface. So a a piece of foam um, or a, a board that's a little bit unstable 
that makes you rock a little bit so that your body's working much harder to try to stabilize. And we do that in therapy where we can, you know, safely guard someone um, as they're learning that. And we'll do a lot of exercises where um, maybe your eyes are closed or you're moving your head so that um, you don't have that, that visual input. So you have to work harder to maintain your stability. And then a lot of um, strengthening exercises for the legs, um, especially around the, the ankle. Um, so going up on our tiptoes and lifting toes up off the floor and um, you know, standing up and sitting down from a chair without using hands to build some, some strength through the legs. Those are, are very common exercises you'll see in this type of program. And how long does the program usually take? I mean, is it a series of weeks or a couple of months? Um, so it, it really depends on the individual and, and what their starting point is. Um, but generally, it, it takes uh, at least, a, I would say, about four weeks to develop the type of strength that we're looking for. Um, and then some people, it, it might take another month or two after that um, to really make sure that they're, they're safe and stable. And that's our, our end goal is to make sure that we're really reducing their fall risk before they finish therapy. And that work that you give them to do at home has got to be critical because they really have to continue to work on that at home. Isn't that right? That's really part of the, the plan is to get them to continue to do these exercises when they're not with you doing the therapy. Right. We, we want it to be as much part of their, their regular routine as you know, brushing their teeth or, or choosing healthy foods to eat. Um, it's something that is important to consider on a regular basis to maintain those improvements and keep them safe. Sandra, being ambulatory is a big part of having confidence and feeling good about yourself. So when you help someone regain that sense of balance, you really are improving their quality of life. Yes. Yeah. We we look at not just that you're not falling, but what are all the other things that you're able to do? And so we have patients that are able to go see, um, you know, a, a baseball game that maybe they couldn't um, get out that easily or, or play with their grandchildren and, and feel safe doing that. And so those are the kind of um, improvements that we really enjoy seeing. Yeah, that's got to be very gratifying when you see that. So now when it comes to the home, are there certain tips you can share with us for people to help protect against falls? Yes. So our first recommendation is always to make sure that pathways in the home are clear, not, not having things out that can easily become a tripping hazard. Um, you know, and if people are going to use throw rugs, we recommend that they're, um, you know, tacked down with with some sticky tape underneath to make sure that um, you can't trip over them. We recommend that people use nightlights because a lot of falls um, do occur in the darker environment. So having some nightlights on in case you need to be um, moving at nighttime. And then making sure that you're wearing good footwear. So um, walking around in socks or in bare feet is not quite as safe as a nice sturdy shoe. So that's um, something else that we consider as well. And um, and then making sure that if it truly is, is a, a concern and someone, especially if they live alone, we talk about um, getting one of those life alert or lifeline systems so that they can call for help if they do happen to have a fall to make sure that they can get help quickly. So, Sandra, for someone listening who feels they may need some balance technique and some balance exercises, should they go see their primary care physician first and then get referred to you? Is that the normal process? Yes, that's the normal process. Um, that way their, their physician can um, also review other risk factors for falls with them, like medications and um, any other medical concerns that, that might be contributing. And then the doctor will make the referral to therapy where we can start a program. 
That's wonderful. And Sandra, thank you for your time today. Can you tell us why should someone choose Tidelands for their health care needs? I think Tidelands has a very good um, comprehensive approach. You know, we offer the, the primary care physicians as well as the, the therapy to um, really make sure that everyone is on the same page and making sure that the patient gets the very best care that they can. Sandra, thank you so much again for talking with us about balance in falls prevention. For more information about Tidelands Health Physicians, Services, and Facilities, visit TidelandsHealth.org. That's TidelandsHealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.